Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. First Canto, Chapter 15, Texts 32 through 39. Text 32. Upon hearing of Lord Krishna's returning to his abode, and upon understanding the end of the Yadu dynasty's earthly manifestation, Maharaj Yudhisthira decided to go back home, back to Godhead. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Maharaj Yudhisthira also turned his attention to the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita after hearing about the Lord's departure from the vision of earthly people. He began to deliberate on the Lord's way of appearance and departure. The mission of the Lord's appearance and disappearance in this mortal universe is completely dependent on His supreme will. He is not forced to appear or disappear by any superior energy as the living beings appear and disappear, being forced by the laws of nature. Whenever the Lord likes, he can appear himself from anywhere and everywhere, without disturbing his appearance and disappearance in any other place. He is like the sun. The sun appears and disappears on its own accord at any place, without disturbing its presence in other places. The sun appears in the morning in India without disappearing from the Western Hemisphere. The sun is present everywhere and anywhere all over the solar system. But it so appears that in a particular place the sun appears in the morning and also disappears at some fixed time in the evening. The time limitation even of the sun is of no concern. And so what to speak of the Supreme Lord? who is the creator and controller of the sun. Therefore, in the Bhagavad Gita, it is stated that anyone who factually understands the transcendental appearance and disappearance of the Lord by his inconceivable energy becomes liberated from the laws of birth and death and is placed in the eternal spiritual sky where the Vaikuntha planets are. There, such liberated persons can eternally live without the pangs of birth, death, old age, and disease. In the spiritual sky, the Lord and those who are eternally engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord are all eternally young because there is no old age and disease and there is no death. Because there is no death, there is no birth. It is concluded, therefore, that simply by understanding the Lord's appearance and disappearance in truth, one can attain the perfectional stage of eternal life. Therefore, Maharaj Yudhisthira also began to consider going back to Godhead. The Lord appears on earth or any other mortal planet 
along with his associates, who live with him eternally. And the members of the Yaru family, who were engaged in supplementing the pastimes of the Lord, are no other than his eternal associates. And so also, Maharaj Yudhis there and his brothers and mother, etc. Since the appearance and disappearance of the Lord and his eternal associates are transcendental, one should not be bewildered by the external features of appearance and disappearance. Text 33. Kunti, after overhearing Arjuna's telling of the end of the Yadu dynasty and disappearance of Lord Krishna, engaged in the devotional service of the transcendental personality of Godhead with full attention, and thus gained release from the course of material existence. Purport by Srila Prabhupada the setting of the sun does not mean the end of the sun. It means that the sun is out of our sight. Similarly, the end of the mission of the Lord on a particular planet or universe only means that he is out of our sight. The end of the Yadu dynasty also does not mean that it is annihilated. It disappears, along with the Lord, out of our sight. As Maharaj Yudhisthira decided to prepare to go back to Godhead, so also Kunti decided, and thus fully engaged herself in the transcendental devotional service of the Lord, which guarantees one a passport for going back to Godhead after quitting this present material body. The beginning of devotional service to the Lord is the beginning of spiritualizing the present body, and thus an unalloyed devotee of the Lord loses all material contact in the present body. The abode of the Lord is not a myth, as is thought by unbelievers or ignorant people, but one cannot reach there by any material means, like a Sputnik or a space capsule. But one can certainly reach there after leaving this present body, and one must prepare himself to go back home, back to Godhead, by practicing devotional service. That guarantees a passport for going back to Godhead, and Kunti adopted it. Text 34 The Supreme Unborn, Lord Sri Krishna, caused the members of the Yadu dynasty to relinquish their bodies, and thus he relieved the burden of the world. This action was like picking out a thorn with a thorn, though both are the same to the controller. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Srila Viswanath Chakravarti Thakur suggests that the rishis, like Shaunaka and others, who were hearing Srimad Bhagavatam from Sutta Goswami at Namasharanya, were not happy to hear about the Yadus dying in the madness of intoxication. To give them relief from this mental agony, 
Sutta Goswami assured them that the Lord caused the members of the Yadu dynasty to relinquish their bodies, by which they had to take away the burden of the world. The Lord and his eternal associates appeared on earth to help the administrative demigods in eradicating the burden of the world. He therefore called for some of the confidential demigods to appear in the Yaru family and serve him in his great mission. After the mission was fulfilled, the demigods, by the will of the Lord, relinquished their corporeal bodies by fighting amongst themselves in the madness of intoxication. The demigods are accustomed to drinking the Somarasa beverage, and therefore the drinking of wine and intoxication are not unknown to them. Sometimes they were put into trouble for indulging in intoxication. Once the sons of Kuvera fell in the wrath of Narada for being intoxicated. But afterwards, they regained their original forms by the grace of the Lord, Sri Krishna. We shall find this story in the tenth canto. For the Supreme Lord, both the Asuras and the demigods are equal. But the demigods are obedient to the Lord, whereas the Asuras are not. Therefore, the example of picking out a thorn by another thorn is quite befitting. One thorn, which causes pinpricks on the leg of the Lord, is certainly disturbing to the Lord. And the other thorn, which takes out the disturbing elements, certainly gives service to the Lord. So, though every limb is being a part and parcel of the Lord, still one who is a pinprick of the Lord is called an asura, and one who is a voluntary servitor of the Lord is called a devata, or demigod. In the material world, the devatas and the asuras are always contending, and the devatas are always saved from the hands of the asuras by the Lord. Both of them are under the control of the Lord. The world is full of two kinds of living beings. And the Lord's mission is always to protect the devatas and destroy the asuras whenever there is such a need in the world and to do good to both of them. Text 35 the Supreme Lord relinquished the body which he manifested to diminish the burden of the earth. Just like a magician, he relinquishes one body to accept different ones, like the fish incarnation and others. Purport by Srila Prabhupada the Supreme Personality of Godhead is neither impersonal nor formless, but his body is non-different from him, and therefore he is known as the embodiment of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. In the Brihad Vaishnav Tantra, it is clearly mentioned that anyone who considers the form of Lord Krishna to be made of material energy must be ostracized by all means. And if by chance the face of such an infidel is seen, one must clean himself by jumping in the river with all his clothing. The Lord is described 
as Amrita, or deathless, because he has no material body. Under the circumstances, the Lord's dying or quitting his body is like the jugglery of a magician. The magician shows by his tricks that he is cut into pieces, burnt to ashes, or made unconscious by hypnotic influences. But all these are false shows only. Factually, the magician himself is neither burnt to ashes, nor cut to pieces, nor is he dead or unconscious at any stage of his magical demonstration. Similarly, the Lord has his eternal forms of unlimited variety, of which the fish incarnation, as was exhibited within this universe, is also one. Because there are innumerable universes, somewhere or other, the fish incarnation must be manifesting as pastimes without cessation. In this verse, the particular word date, eternally accepted, and not the word ditva, accepted for the occasion, is used. The idea is that the Lord does not create the fish incarnation. He eternally has such a form, and the appearance and disappearance of such an incarnation serves particular purposes. In the Bhagavad Gita, 7.24 and 25, the Lord says, The impersonalists think that I have no form, that I am formless, but that at present I have accepted a form to serve a purpose, and now I am manifested. But such speculators are factually without sharp intelligence. Though they may be good scholars in the Vedic literatures, they are practically ignorant of my inconceivable energies and my eternal forms and personality. The reason is that I reserve the power of not being exposed to the non-devotees by my mystic curtain. The less intelligent fools are therefore unaware of my eternal form, which is never to be vanquished and is unborn. In the Padma Purana, it is said that those who are envious and always angry at the Lord are unfit to know the actual and eternal form of the Lord. In the Bhagavatam also, it is said that the Lord appeared like a thunderbolt to those who were wrestlers. Shishupal, at the time of being killed by the Lord, could not see him as Krishna, being dazzled by the glare of the Brahmajyoti. Therefore, the temporary manifestation of the Lord as a thunderbolt to the wrestlers appointed by Kamsa, or the glaring appearance of the Lord before Shishupal, was relinquished by the Lord. But the Lord, as a magician, is eternally existent and is never vanquished in any circumstance. Such forms are temporarily shown to the asuras only, and when such exhibitions are withdrawn, the asuras think that the Lord is no more existent, just as the foolish audience thinks that the magician to be burnt to ashes or cut to pieces. The conclusion is that the Lord has no material body, and therefore he is never to be killed or changed by his transcendental body. Text 36 
When the personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna, left this earthly planet in his selfsame form, from that very day, Kali, who had already partially appeared, became fully manifest to create inauspicious conditions for those who are endowed with a poor fund of knowledge. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda The influence of Kali can be enforced only upon those who are not fully developed in God-consciousness. One can neutralize the effects of Kali by keeping oneself fully under the supreme care of the Personality of Godhead. The age of Kali ensued just after the Battle of Kurukshetra, but it could not exert its influence because of the presence of the Lord. The Lord, however, left this earthly planet in his own transcendental body, and as soon as he left, the symptoms of Kali Yuga, as were envisioned by Maharaj Yudhisthira prior to Arjuna's arrival from Dwarka, began to manifest. And Maharaj Yudhisthira rightly conjectured on the departure of the Lord from the earth. As we have already explained, the Lord left our sight, just as when the sun sets, it is out of our sight. Text 37. Maharaj Yudhisthira was intelligent enough to understand the influence of the age of Kali, characterized by increasing avarice, falsehood, cheating and violence throughout the capital, state, home, and among individuals. So he wisely prepared himself to leave home, and he dressed accordingly. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda The present age is influenced by the specific qualities of Kali. Since the days of the Battle of Kurukshetra, about 5,000 years ago, the influence of the age of Kali began manifesting, and from authentic scriptures it is learned that the age of Kali is still to run on for 427,000 years. The symptoms of the Kali Yuga as mentioned above, namely avarice, falsehood, diplomacy, cheating, nepotism, violence, and all such things, are already in vogue, and no one can imagine what is going to happen gradually with further increase of the influence of Kali till the day of annihilation. We have already come to know that the influence of the age of Kali is meant for a godless, so-called civilized man. Those who are under the protection of the Lord have nothing to fear from this horrible age. Maharaj Yudhisthira was a great devotee of the Lord, and there was no necessity of his being afraid of the age of Kali. But he preferred to retire from active household life and prepare himself to go back home, back to Godhead. The Pandavas are eternal companions of the Lord and therefore they are more interested in the company of the Lord than anything else. Besides that, being the ideal king, Maharaj Yudhisthira wanted to retire just to set an example for others. As soon as there is some young fellow to look after the household affairs, one should at once retire from family life 
to uplift oneself to spiritual realization. One should not rot in the dark well of household life till one is dragged out by the will of Yamaraj. Modern politicians should take lessons from Maharaj Yudhisthira about voluntary retirement from active life and should make room for the younger generation. Also, retired old gentlemen should take lessons from him and leave home for spiritual realization before being forcefully dragged away to meet death. Text 38. Thereafter, in the capital of Hastinapur, he enthroned his grandson, who was trained and equally qualified as the emperor and master of all lands bordered by the seas. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The total land on earth bordered by the seas was under the subjugation of the king of Hastinapur. Maharaj Yudhisthira trained his grandson, Maharaj Parekat, who was equally qualified in state administration in terms of the king's obligation to the citizens. Thus, Parekat was enthroned on the seat of Maharaj Yudhisthira prior to his departure back to Godhead. Concerning Maharaj Parekat, the specific word used, Vinahinam, is significant. Why was the king of Hastinapur, at least till the time of Maharaj Parikit, accepted as the emperor of the world? The only reason is that the people of the world were happy because of the good administration of the emperor. The happiness of the citizens was due to the ample production of natural produce, such as grains, fruits, milk, herbs, valuable stones, minerals, and everything that the people needed. They were even freed from all bodily miseries, anxieties of the mind, and disturbances caused by natural phenomena and other living beings. Because everyone was happy in all respects, there was no resentment, although there were sometimes battles between state kings for political reasons and supremacy. Everyone was trained to attain the highest goal of life, and therefore the people were also enlightened enough not to quarrel over trivialities. The influence of the age of Kali gradually infiltrated these good qualities of both the kings and the citizens, and therefore a tense situation developed between the ruler and the ruled. But still, even in this age of disparity between the ruler and the ruled, there can be spiritual emolment of God-consciousness, that is a special prerogative. Text 39. Then he posted Vajra, the son of Aniruddha and grandson of Lord Krishna, at Mathura as the king of Surasena. Afterwards, Maharaj Yudhisthira performed a prajapacha sacrifice and placed in himself the fire for quitting household life. Purport by Srila Prabhupada 
Maharaj Yudhisthira, after placing Maharaj Parikit on the imperial throne of Hastinapur, and after posting Vajra, the great-grandson of Lord Krishna, as the king of Mathura, accepted the renounced order of life. The system of four orders of life and four castes in terms of quality and work, known as the Varnashram Dharma, is the beginning of real human life. And Maharaj Yudhisthira, as the protector of this system of human activities, timely retired from the act of life as a sannyasi, handing over the charge of the administration to a trained prince, Maharaj Parikit. The scientific system of Varnashram Dharma divides the human life into four divisions of occupation and four orders of life. The four orders of life, as Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Vanaprast, and Sanyas, are to be followed by all, irrespective of the occupational division. Modern politicians do not wish to retire from active life, even if they are old enough. But Maharaj Yudhisthira, as an ideal king, voluntarily retired from active administrative life to prepare himself for the next life. Everyone's life must be so arranged that at the last stage of life, say at least the last 15 to 20 years prior to death, can be absolutely devoted to the devotional service of the Lord to attain the highest perfection of life. It is really foolishness to engage oneself all the days of one's life in material enjoyment and fruitive activities. Because as long as the mind remains absorbed in fruitive work for material enjoyment, there is no chance of getting out from material-conditioned life or material bondage. No one should follow the suicidal policy of neglecting one's supreme task of attaining the highest perfection of life, namely, going back home, back to Godhead. Teacher's Note This great-grandson of Lord Krishna, Vajra, is an important personality for Gaudiya Vaishnavas, the followers of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. As stated here, he was posted as the king of Mathura, while Parikshit Maharaj reigned as emperor from Hastinapur. While he was king of Mathura, Vajra excavated many holy places throughout Mathura Mandala, where his great-grandfather, Lord Krishna, had performed his childhood and youthful pastimes, but especially established many holy pilgrimage sites throughout Vrindavan. He established the worship of many deities, most notably those of Madan Mohan, Govinda, and Gopinath, as well as the deity of Gopal, discovered by Madhavendra Puri. See Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhulila, Chapter 4, Text 41, which is linked in the Course Materials. Translation Upon hearing of Lord Krishna's returning to his abode, 
and upon understanding the end of the Yadu dynasty's earthly manifestation, Maharaj Yudhishthir decided to go back home, back to Godhead. So, hearing all the details, how Krishna has gone back to his abode, and how the Yadu dynasty was destroyed by fighting among themselves. So naturally, Yudhishthir Maharaj was very sober and very advanced. He uh, thought what to do next. Uh, everyone should think that the Yadu dynasty uh, they belong directly to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, nobody could conquer them, but still they were also finished by... Others could not conquer them, but they fought amongst themselves and were vanquished. So everyone should take care that after all uh, we have to give up this body, estate, and whatever we possess, we have to give up. After giving up, what is next? Uh, we have to give up. That is a fact. Uh, if you don't give it up now, at the time of death, you must give it up, everything. Mittu sarva harascha hum. You may try to keep in position whatever you have got, but at the time of death you have to give it up. By force it will be taken up. Everyone should think like that. That is soberness. Uh, one who is thinking that my family, my nation, my society, my bank balance, my skyscraper building, my motor cars, this will save me. That is not possible. That is not possible. That is the conclusion of the foolish person. Pramatta tasya nidhanam pasannapi napasyati. Those who are mad, they do not see that everything they possess will be vanished. It will not stay. He will be vanished, his body will be vanished, everything. Vihapatta kalatra deshu atma sanneshu asasu api. Asasu api. All these things are temporary. But I am eternal. They do not think very seriously that I am eternal and I am engaged with temporary things. You know, what is my eternal business? They do not know. That they do not know. This is called foolishness, mura. Huh? But you are eternal. About you, you have heard from the Shastra and you are experiencing that I was a child, I was a boy, I was a young man. So, my body, childhood body, boyhood body, youthhood body is gone. This body is not that body. Nobody can say. Uh, 
I have got a different body. But I know that I had a childhood body, I had a bodyhood body, youthhood body. That I know. So I am eternal. And this body is not eternal. It is changing. It is a very simple thing. Why people cannot understand it? <clears throat> very simple. Avinashitu tadviddhi jinu sarvamidam tatam antavatvi me deha. This is in instruction in Bhagavad Gita. This body is antavat. It will be finished. But that thing which is spreading all over the body, avinashi, that will not be annihilated. Avinashitu tadviddhi jinu sarvamidam tatam. That consciousness. Uh, the consciousness is spread all over the body. Uh, and Krishna says that that thing which is spread all over the body, consciousness, that is immortal. Uh, and now our consciousness is immortal consciousness or mortal consciousness. That is to be seen. I am absorbed in thought of this mortal consciousness. This is my country, this is my body, this is my family, this is my community, this is my nation. Uh, they are all mortal. But immortal consciousness is that I am Krishna. That is immortal consciousness. Krishna is mine and I am Krishna. This is immortal consciousness. When you come to this consciousness, that is called Krishna consciousness, then you are saved. Immortal consciousness. So long you have a temporary consciousness, then just like our mind changes, I accept something now, I reject something again. So this body is being manufactured according to the acceptance and dejection of my mind. The body is formed. Otherwise, why you have got different bodies? You are sitting here, so many boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody's body will exactly tell with other body. No. Because the face is the index of mind. You have got different types of mind. Therefore, you have got different types of body. Not everyone's. So this is to be understood. Therefore, Dhrishtin Maharaj, Svapathaya, Matin Chakra, this is meditation, actually. What I am, where from I have come, I am eternal. Why my body is not eternal? I, I would have been very happy if my body would have been eternal, but that is not being possible. Everyone knows. But I desire that I may not die. My body may not be vanquished. That is my desire. But nobody is meditating upon this subject matter. They have learned some meditation, I do not know. What kind of meditation? This is meditation. Matin chakra. Svapathaya matin chakra. Nibhrita atma ajudhishthira. So these things are to be solved. So Yudhishthira Maharaj, now he'll retire. After this, they will give up the kingdom. Not that. This is the Vedic system. 
however rich you may be, however prosperous you may be, at your home or in your nation or in any way as you think. But uh, you have to think that actually uh, these things are temporary. I am eternal. So what is my eternal function? That is meditation. What is my eternal function? What is my eternal duty? Where is my eternal home? Uh, that is Krishna consciousness. So Krishna consciousness movement is not ordinary movement, uh, manufactured something for recreation. No. It is very serious science. Uh, Jadgatyananivattanti taddhama paramangvamo. We are searching after some permanent uh, place, permanent settlement on the world. Uh, nobody wants to die, uh, but that is not possible. But if there is possibility of going somewhere where no more death, why don't you search after that? That is intelligence. Uh, that information there in the Bhagavad Gita. If you go to the topmost planet, which is known as Brahma-loka, now the Brahma-loka, the duration of life, you cannot calculate even their one day's time that we are discussing this morning, that is stated in the Bhagavad-gītā. There are twelve hours. Our twelve hours and their twelve hours different. That twelve hours you cannot calculate. Uh, the forty-three hundred thousands of years multiplied by one thousand. Now see how many years. That is the twelve hours. Uh, so leave hundred years there also. So even if you go there, Abrahma Bhumana Loka, or any planet, or any place, there must be death. Uh, Death you must have. But I am eternal. Why shall I accept death? That is intelligence. That information is given in Bhagavad Gita. Madhamagatya Punarjanvana Vidyati. If you come to my place, my planet, then you will have no more to come back again to this mortal world. Madhamagatya. Jadgatyana nivartanti taddhama paramangam. Where going nobody returns. Uh, that is actually we want. In another place Krishna says, Taktati Hang Punarjanma Naiti Mamiti Kauntya. My dear Kauntya John. Taktati Hang. After giving up this body, Punarjanma Naiti, no more coming into the umbap material mother. Uh, then what does he go? Māmīti. In this bhāgavata-mṛta, Sanātana Goswami stated that if you become perfect in Krishna consciousness, then immediately after death you will be sent where Krishna is having his pastimes within this material world. In the material world, just like the sun rotates, uh, similarly Krishna's pastimes is going on. Uh, that is another feature of his activities. Uh, 
because he wants to reclaim these fallen souls. And there are millions and trillions, unlimited fallen souls within this material world. So he goes everywhere. As soon as there is discrepancies in the understanding of uh, eternal life, he appears, he teaches. Uh, so Krishna is teaching somewhere. There are so many innumerable universes. Uh, just like Krishna text appears as Janma, Janmashtami, in this universe, immediately in another universe there is Janmashtami. Immediately in another universe there is Janmashtami. So therefore it is called Nitya-līlā. Nitya-līlā means the Janmashtami is going on. He is, Govardhan-līlā is going on. Everything, everything what he displayed while he was present, that is going on. Just like the sun, now it is Hapa seven. Uh, now, Hapa six, there is some, somewhere. Uh, the Hapa six, it is not that because the sun has passed Hapa six in this country, therefore there is no more Hapa six. Hapa six is somewhere. Is it not? Uh, Hapa six is there. Similarly, it is not that because Krishna has now finished his janmashtami, therefore no more janmashtami. Janmashtami is going on. Ah, this is Krishna here. So Krishna is present. There are innumerable universes. In one of them he is always present. Ah, this is rotation. Just the sun rotates morning to evening. Ah, similarly, Krishna's lila is going on. Ah, just like something, a horse is passing. Before your eyes, you see the horse is passing through your windows, and then it, you do not see the horse. That's that means the horse is finished. No, the horse is running. Uh, but when it comes before your window, you see. Similarly, Krishna's lila pastime is going on, and when he appears here, exactly like the sun. The sun is always present, but the uh, planet is rotating. So when it comes before your eyes, you see the sun. But if you do not see the sun, it does not mean the sun is finished. As formerly they used to think like that, the sun is dead. So if you become perfect in Krishna consciousness, Perfect in Krishna consciousness means no more material desire. That's all. Only Krishna. That is perfection. Uh, so long you'll have a pinch of material desire, you'll have to take birth. According to your desire, Krishna will give you facility. Why there are so many types of body, eight million we are making our next body by thinking of something. We have got so many thoughts, material thoughts. So at the time of death, when that thought is prominent, then I get the next moment. 
a body like that. So if you simply think of Krishna only, then you get a body where by which you can go to Krishna. You can go to Krishna. Taktadi hang punarjanman. It is very scientific and very practical. So by going to Krishna, you can talk with Krishna personally. You can play with Krishna personally. You can dance with Krishna. That is Krishna Loka. Just like we have got the picture, Rasa dancing going, here is picture, Krishna's. Everyone can get this opportunity. Therefore Krishna comes to show practically how enjoyable life with Krishna in Vrindavan. Krishna is simply jolly, anandamaya bhyasat. In Vrindavan life you will see everyone is jolly. The birds, trees, and the water, the land, the cows, the calves, the inhabitants, the coward boys, everyone is happy simply by loving Krishna. Simply by loving Krishna. Krishna therefore manifests his lila. That why you are rotting in this material world? Come to me and enjoy life eternally. That is Krishna. Witness. He is so kind. People, when they become debauched uh, to enjoy life in this material world, what is the enjoyment? Uh, the uh, last enjoyment, their sex life. Is that very good enjoyment? Uh, but they have accepted. Jana maithuna adi grihame idi sukham mitucham. Maithun means sex intercourse. That is their life and so. They do not know, they have no information. Uh, that there is better pleasure, eternal pleasure, uh, that they do not know. Uh, therefore, there is need of Krishna consciousness movement to understand uh, that what is that? Nishamma Bhagavat Marga, the way of God. Uh, the rascals do not understand what is God, they do not know what is the feature of God, and still. They will not accept this Krishna consciousness movement. We are giving, here is God, here is this form of God. He is so nice, he is so beautiful, his address is this. He can go there by this process. No, we don't want. Then you want to want? I want to become a pig. <laughs> That's all. All like to become pig. What can be done? And what shall I eat? I will eat stool. That's all. All right. Not prasadam? No. So what can you do? <laughs> we are distributing your prasadam, and he'll go to eat some rascal thing in the restaurant. You see? This is misfortune. Mandasa mandamatayo mandabhagga jupadrita. Because uh, unfortunate in this age, they will accept something wrong. Therefore, our task is very responsible. We have to canvas, we have to plea, uh, solicit, please come here. Please come here in this temple and learn something. Thank you very much. Jai.